0: The one and only. <laughs> the one and only Bosho, where anything is possible.
1: Anything is possible. I like that. Let's use uh, the
0: one. Where anything is possible, because you got project possible, right? Yeah. Project
2: right. possible. So exactly.
0: shall
2: we talk about project possible? Me too. Yeah, it's a good topic. Yes, it looked impossible when we first considered it. <laughs> I don't
1: think you're very interested <laughs> <laughs> I saw your face. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Come on, right. be real. Be real with me. What now. was your Still name me.
2: again? I did miss it.
0: My name's Jules.
2: <laughs> Is nice. That, you didn't introduce yourself <laughs> as Jules as so, so I recollect.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the guitar man from many lands of Australia.
1: Okay, we better start with the uh Sunshine. intro.
0: Sunshine. Mallow yellow. <laughs>
1: Welcome to uh, podcast number three.
2: Yeah, greetings. We've got uh,
1: Pierre with us and Jules.
0: Good evening.
2: It's off of the evening to hear. Right. So we uh, just thought we'd uh, fire up the
1: podcast. Can you... Oh, okay, now I need to speak. I need to speak.
2: What's this, potty number three, you say?
1: Yeah. Excited. Yeah. We uh, had great success with the first first two.
2: Yeah, it sounds like it's all working. Yeah. Nice. Alright. Uh, I know somebody sent me a clip of m- bushcraft <laughs> cabin on, building. Which is good, but it my like hard work to me. There are easier ways.
0: It's always been the Aussie mantra in work, work smarter not harder. We try our best.
2: <laughs> Follow the path of water, the essence of least resistance.
0: Rhythm of life Hey Bo Could you tell us a bit about Project Possible Project Possible mm.
1: It's uh, We're still working on it But the uh, What's the vision The vision is a big vision Of making Mindful Earth A world famous sanctuary And how do we do that We uh, Become a reality TV show I like it I'm just looking at Pierre's (laughs) reaction here
2: A reality TV comedy (laughs) show Comedy, a
1: lot of comedy A lot of artists A lot of musicians A lot of uh, creative artists Yeah, so the plan At the moment Is to Find some financial backers Find some tv crew that have some experience in capturing all the moments of a real life uh, story and we basically start to film all the goings on at mindful earth we call back the people that have come through here over the last four or five months and ask who wants to get involved for the next year and we find backing that we can pay the people to stay here and we can also have enough money to start building extra buildings and creating spaces. Beautiful. And uh, the whole idea is that we capture the journey of Mindful Earth as we...
2: That would be wonderful. ...create, yeah. Because it's been an interesting journey already, and although it's fairly short, uh, people that have turned up and found that the place has been transformed in a very short space of time. Yeah,
1: I just... That's it, yeah, (laughs) beautiful. Just saying, come closer <laughs> on the mic.
2: Oh, all those hand signals are getting a bit confusing for me.
1: We've got to learn that. Podcasting hand signals. Yes.
2: <laughs> okay, I'm new to this game. Uh, basically, I'm a virgin to th- at this, so yeah. you all enjoy my deflowering here this evening. Uh-huh. Right?
1: That's, that's great.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> it's good to see someone come to their flowering. <laughs> I can hear you pretty well, though, even from that distance.
1: Yeah, yeah. pretty good. All right, cool. So yeah, so we, we uh, stumbled on the vision just a few days ago of the idea that hey we need to spread the message about mindful earth and how the community is being created and what we're creating here and the importance of the what we what happens when we come into a community and we really start to connect on on a family friend level and it's a very healing space and what I've realized is it is more normal to live in a community than to live in a nuclear family or like isolated from the rest of society and by bringing people together we realize that we can rely on each other in so many ways we can share share cooking we can share working in the garden we can share building projects we can share maintenance it's it's just and then everyone brings a skill or a passion to the to the space and then we allow and we uh, allow people to create based on their passions. So Jules, your passion is music. Yep. We've set up a stage <coughs> in the barn here and that allows you to get up and on stage whenever you want and just be creative and, and get better at your art.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, yeah the performing aspect of it it's like doing a marathon the more you train the easier it gets and the more you're able to bring the energy forward to the people mm. and it goes both ways when the audience are looking at you and they're present that also feeds the inspiration in mm. the moment mm. which is a very beautiful process and yeah.
1: to have that audience is really important absolutely
0: yeah Yeah. the attention is important mm. i wanted to go back to the thing you were talking about the the healing aspect of when you come into a community mm. you Now, i've found with community when you come in the energetic process that you go through is is very interesting you know it's I feel that it forces you to come back into yourself and drop the false f- the false mask mm. and that in itself is very healing
1: very much it's healing mm. but it also it's confronting as well because yeah. if you haven't yeah. lived in a community before this you've suddenly got to share your space with everybody and that although that can be very beautiful it can be take a little bit of time to get used to
0: yeah, and get into your skin yeah because we yeah.
1: we've forgotten how to do it and it's just remembering that, that what is so normal but yeah we do have to drop some some of our traits that we've inherited through the western world for sure yeah which is you know you do need to share you need to to share your possessions in some way uh you've got to share your time your, your energy your space your energy yep yeah, but uh, the beautiful thing about uh, having farmland is that you can you can also still get away. Definitely. Yeah, you can really find your own space. And
0: yeah, and learning where to draw the lines with people, mm-hmm. you know, and set boundaries. That's yes. really important. You know, someone might be yakking on, yeah. and man, it's draining. You don't want to hear what they've got to say. You want to go and make mm. a cup of tea. <laughs> so you've got to draw the line, and that's, I think, a very important um, thing to learn, you know, yeah, to develop. To yeah. yeah.
2: There's a lot of things mm. we have to learn. Set the boundaries. Community. Yeah. Yes, I mean, I had uh, spoken to someone just recently saying that uh, before they came here, it was with some trepidation. You know, they were a little bit scared of just turning up and becoming a, confronting a community. But um, they did say once they'd actually stepped out of their comfort zone and stepped the, through the threshold and arrived here, for example, that it was almost instantaneous that they felt they were at home. And I've actually heard that from many folks saying they just feel this place is quite different and they feel like they can relax instantly just as soon Mm -hmm. as they've come through the gates. And that includes young and old. They comment on the energy of the space that's here already. Mm -hmm. In in a sense, But I think um, Mindful Earth has already got an international reputation because a lot of the people that have been here have gone overseas. Mm -hmm. And I know that for many of them, They've taken the seed of what's here already. And so it's more a case of expanding what we're doing. Uh, Definitely the healing takes place. uh, I mean, I've seen quite some significant transformations in a really short period of time just by coming here and relaxing and spending two or three days just breathing fresh air and not having to... uh, as you say, we're the false mask mm. of social order and civility. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. It's really social disorder, but no, that's another topic.
1: Yeah, you, you're mm. free to do yeah. what you like. And yeah. and that, yeah, maybe, I've realized, is, is really important for someone who's maybe they've just worked really hard for a year in the city and they burn out. And it's like yeah. They come here and all they want to do is just rest.
2: A little respite goes yeah. a long, long way. Mm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so yeah. rest, yeah. heal, and and then case, like once you've done that, when you're ready, you yeah. you're ready to uh, start to create and you start to contribute to the spaces.
2: And that's really an exciting part of being here and present is that people turn up and their creativity just seems to come forth, burst mm. forth, if you like, mm. and uh, it's a joy to watch. People doing all sorts of things from uh, artistic work to musical creativity to dance and performance. Yeah, it's just a beautiful space.
1: Yeah, and it and we can really grow that idea yeah. and, and what what we have it's just we've just got the seed at the moment. And that's why I'm really excited about the sprouted seed. The spra- yeah, yeah, it has sprouted, <laughs> yeah, no doubt. No yeah, doubt.
2: Absolutely right. Yeah. It's
0: young but it's sprouted for sure.
1: Right, yeah. yeah. And so building on the off that the sprout and growing <laughs> it into a big tree it's yes. like and what's important is we really need to build spaces that allow people to create so one of them is like building the studio workshop yes, see i put studio in front of workshop now <laughs> excellent <laughs> yeah my heart it was a workshop. that. I hear you say that. <laughs> pierre suggested it was a workshop and pierre suggested it should be a workshop slash studio, and I like it. I've just changed it to studio slash workshop.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. The <laughs> workshop, I mean, I I love a workshop and I have one, but uh, a studio gives it a little bit more creative uh, scope, if you like. So mm. then yes, you can do the worky stuff and mm. the repairs and the creative uh, creation of uh, if you like artefacts, mm. but the studio gives you a broader spectrum yep. of possibilities of yeah. what might happen in there
1: yeah maybe we should like call it in, instead of a workshop a play shop
2: yes play yeah. shop good idea a uh-huh. play shop a play shop, the play shop. So yeah the, the
0: yeah. play shop yeah what yes. about like yeah. Bo's beanstalk you know Bo and the beanstalk because it's a sprout oh. and it's going to we're going to climb to the clouds Bo and the beanstalk
1: I was thought bands. I was more thinking it was a cannabis
0: plant <laughs> I know it's the size. So <laughs> cannabis plant it should
2: say something like an ex-cannabis plant <laughs> energy yeah. of the cannabis plant yeah <laughs> yeah we had a um, this we had a we like. have a
1: sacred garden here at mindful earth and we have some san pedros and we have some uh one cannabis uh, cannabis plant we had a cannabis that plant got confiscated
2: <laughs> yeah by the authorities but i don't believe they left any paperwork oh wrong, they did did yeah,
1: they I'm, b- I'm i'm scheduled to go to court in, yes, did they the make making a list May. of what
2: they took away with them. Or it didn't just no, fall didn't on the see boot. This. No, no.
1: <laughs> but they're
0: they're taking it a court over one marijuana plant. though. Yes.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: what a waste of resources! Yeah. <laughs>
2: that's ridiculous. <Yeah>. These days, when <laughs> yeah, you wow. know the laws around marijuana have softened, and you know, like you know, it's now prescribed as a pharmaceutical medicine. and yes. Precisely. Yeah. There's medicinal value it's well researched and undisputed. So, uh, mm. then anyway, I don't know, where did, the b- where did the seed come from? Did it fall out of the yeah. sky? Did someone the plant it? Well, no, that I was um <laughs> I will be honest, I did put, put it in piece. the ground. Yeah. Yeah. It, was a,
1: it was a gift. Uh, it was a gift. It was a gift. Just as a little seedling. And she grew into a, a, a fully mature plant.
2: Informa- informative plant, so people could recognize it. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> Should yeah. they find any in the bush or in the garden or somewhere. Mm. So
1: what are you going to say to them both? So we... Yeah we have a it it really was grown as a botanical in our garden right it wasn't specimen it was a specimen it's like an education is what we want to set up here is like sacred garden of plants sacred plants from all over the world that people have never seen before because you're not allowed to you know you're not allowed to have a, a tobacco plant or you're not allowed to have a cannabis plant where what we were, what we are setting up is a, a space where those plants can be grown. They can have, uh, for education purposes, people can see the signs and they can actually see the plant in person, and and you can s- watch it grow. So I'd never seen a tobacco plant uh, flower before, and that's quite a. It's a beautiful
2: purple flower. Yeah, the seed pods are now ready when they'll seed pods. They'll yeah. Pop, uh, yeah. And there'll be thousands of those
1: seeds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. So and so that was that was the intention with the canister plant. It was actually uh, planted right out at the front door of the barn here. So there was no no intention to ever try and uh, hide it because we didn't feel yeah. we were doing anything wrong. <coughs> no, absolutely. To have one plant um, for education and admiration. It's also to admire such a beautiful plant too.
0: So and I believe that's karma when you in your best interests for people and coming from a good place there's no need to hide anything no that's no, it's right we're very open very yeah. wide open yeah yeah
1: that's it open gate policy yeah yeah so so that, that'll that be interesting uh, obviously plead not guilty and we're speaking to some lawyers cannabis pro-cannabis lawyers at the yeah. moment to see if we can and also it was this. just one plant like mm. it's no, yeah. it wasn't like you had like a whole forest of them no that's right yeah
0: And I hope after all the court process, the police can come in and have a nice cup of tea with us, enjoy the fire. We can play with some music. That'd be nice. Let's have that, you know. Happen. Uh, I
1: I feel we have a really good relationship with the police. Um, Obviously, they've been over a few times with the the festival that we had with the sound complaints. So, but yeah, they've been they've always been in an open. It's always been open gate policy. Yeah, and that's how we'll continue to be. Yeah. But yeah, it's an interesting one with the, the cannabis plant. I really <laughs> feel that, like, I believe, can- Canberra, you can have four plants. Uh, maybe Victoria now?
2: It wasn't long ago that here in WA, you were allowed to grow two plants, carry an ounce in your pocket, and uh, a caution at, b- at worst. Yeah. And it ran for two years, yes. and the health department did a report uh, indicating that it had reduced... Um, small-time crime if you like and it reduced uh, depression and anxiety in the, in the local community and it certainly had taken the pressure off police resources however mm. anyway, on the same day that that report was announced in the west australian on the front page on page three the state government had decided to introduce its prohibitive restrictive laws again right it uh, took us back five steps
1: that was the Barnett government. Yes, I think as soon Barnet. as he came into power,
2: yes. he, he and so rescinded the law. Yes, so we went from a, what was a very sensible situation to a silly, old, s- ridiculous situation that we'd lived under for the last thirty years. Yeah. and that didn't really stop people growing plants anyway. Mm. And so, a pointless exercise. But it was a, a public relations exercise for the general community mm. because, still being misinformed and misled, mostly by the media. They feel that uh, they're under threat by some dangerous drug. See, Um, and so it allays their fears, Mm. but it serves no useful purpose and wastes police resources. And it ties up a lot of court system as well, I would imagine. Yeah, and doesn't raise much revenue either. Yeah, so it's just a waste. Mm. But given that it's now recognised medicinally and you can have it prescribed by your GP and you can get some of the best quality apparently uh, for a very small sum, uh, it seems ludicrous that the police should even bother doing it. Uh, the police should even bother with the, with the occasional plant in the person's garden. But, you know, they have to do something to be occupied, I guess. Mm. Yeah, mm. I've got a
1: great photo, I should post it. it
0: be interesting to see the judges' reaction. Yeah, yeah. Call, yeah,
1: basically, to
2: say why are you wasting your time with this?
1: Mm, yeah. yeah, that's he's not a
2: supplier. He's not an international drug dealer. He yeah. hasn't got a crop. What is it, the plant wasn't being used at all, except by the sheep apparently. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you got a, I've got a lovely <coughs> photo
2: oh, We might post that on Facebook <laughs> yeah, at some point. Yeah. Let's have a look. <laughs> 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 I haven't. <laughs> Ca- caught
1: in the act. <laughs> hey,
0: Bo, would it be possible to use this as a cover for a song of mine? <laughs> of course, yeah. <laughs> <man>. Of course.
1: <laughs> Beautiful, thanks. That would be amazing. It would be great. Yeah. I felt that when I took that photo. <laughs> so
2: it's, it's a d- famous one, day. Tell me a bit more about the um, Mission Impossible that we seem to have embarked on. Mission Possible? <laughs> Mission Possible, sorry. <laughs> you to start. Um, it's... You know how one of the podcasts you and Shade did, you couldn't really hear yourselves? Yeah. Do you think
0: that Pierre's too far back to be heard? No, we can hear or him quite well, yeah. so well on the podcast. Indeed. I listened to the whole
2: thing and you could hardly hear you guys. Oh, no. I, be, I see you're listening Lord. to it live.
1: No, another podcast, Jay and... Good oh, oh, that's right. good That's good feedback. Um, yeah, I thought yeah. you might have known already. No. Because I thought you would have listened to it. No, I would have. I'll uplo- re-upload it with better sound. Okay. Yeah, cool. thank you. Uh, yeah, probably pays to listen to the podcast once you put
2: it up online. Yeah, yeah
1: exactly. see. <laughs> that's a lesson <laughs> yeah, yeah. learned. I'll do that next time.
2: Yeah, well, I'm waiting for my
1: sound up. recording guy. Oh, actually, Jules, you're the guy.
0: Yeah, I asked you. you said you want to upload it straight away. Do what? I asked you. Remember, if you yeah. wanted me to edit yeah. it, yeah. And you said you're gonna upload it online straight away. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I'm your sound man. Yeah, nice.
1: Absolutely. We'll right get way, you yeah. to run your eyes across it and your ears. Yeah.
0: Aye, aye. Yeah, yeah my pleasure.
1: Yeah, nice. No, it's, it's just a just learning experience, but it's a it's a good one. It is, yeah. Yeah, yeah I thoroughly enjoy sitting down and chatting. It's good. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs>
2: um. I Talking about growing plants, I just received a message here saying that I think it's the South Australian government that's trying to introduce laws banning people growing their own vegetables. Well apparently New Zealand had already attempted that some 10 years ago. So
0: that's very common in the US and China and basically any, yeah, most big nations that don't want people to be self-sufficient, depending more on coals and Moors and the companies. So yeah, it doesn't surprise me it's coming over here too. Yeah, right. It's been on the cards for a while, that one. Uh, I Uh, can't
2: see that. My mind is reeling at the thought. You've got the vegetable police roaming the streets of the city. Yeah. (laughs) Looking for veggies on people's windowsills and planter boxes. Do
1: they say why they would want to
2: do that? No, I was trying to find the message because it it was here just earlier on, but... They just keep all coming in. And yeah,
0: I remember my father telling me about this about seven years ago. He said one day we'll come here and we won't be able to grow vegetables. Wow. Yeah, crazy. I know there's yeah. some
1: places, like I think the UK, you're not allowed to harvest rainwater. I think so, yeah. yeah the
2: States is that the case. And a lot of the States, um, uh, <coughs> I'm trying to think of the Yeah, you're not allowed to collect water in your dam. Even mm-hmm. if you've had the dam there before the law is introduced, you have to apply for a permit. And farmers have been refused a permit to use the water out of their own dams, because mm. the water that falls on the country belongs to everybody. Mm. Wow. it's an interesting uh, it's state just, of affairs. It's one of those
1: greater good things. <laughs> it's for really the greater good. Yes. Well, yeah. This is
0: the sort of backwards mentality that we have to work through. Mm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, there's there's a lot of rules and I think more and more rules every year
0: absolutely it's easy to take freedom away it's not that yeah. Yeah, they don't give it as easy for sure yeah
1: I, I, I've always wondered about who makes the rules especially if you want to talk about like small go, like uh, local government yeah. you get all these rules made and it's like who are the people
2: making the rules they're not they're not elected
1: they're
0: they just do it and they're anonymous they just do it yeah
2: and because they can I guess and yeah, an exercise yeah. in power yeah. Um, yeah. there's no explaining the behaviour at all yeah. um, there was a, a thought that crossed my mind but that's sort of thing. just cross straight through <laughs> come back in a second yeah it,
1: um, that's that is the thing like I think it's a lot harder to get rid of r- laws once they're in place yeah that's right like that's yeah. proven throughout history mm-hmm. and it's almost like the you go through stages i think we were talking about the other day it's like the stages of total freedom and then you lose all those freedoms slowly slowly laws are implemented and rules and and eventually you get to the point where you don't have any freedoms anymore and then you have to fight for your freedoms. yeah game. that's right and yeah. there's, there'll be people
2: And uh, it's a long fight to reclaim what's been stolen that's
1: right and so then
2: you fight it, you get your freedoms again,
1: and then slowly human nature is we like to give ourselves rules because we, for some reason, uh, don't trust in other humans mm-hmm. in our society. So we need to put rules in place. So that, that's something that definitely needs to be looked at. It's like, what rules do we really still need? let's uh, review the old rules let's try and simplify the systems yeah absolutely so it gives because a big problem with rules is that it really dulls creativity complicates everything yeah instead of life
0: being simple yeah and yeah. easy, yeah. It can yeah, absolutely. Overcomplicate everything, yeah. yeah.
1: And then it, it really prevents people from uh, being creative. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, like I'll give you an example, like with food. Food's very to get a food license, and to, then you have to prepare the food in a commercial kitchen that's got an approved license. So suddenly, just if you want to go and make, make twenty loaves of bread in your oven and. Selling it on the side of the road, that's not possible
0: mm. because you need to you've go through all these things so and yeah. it costs money. That's right.
1: Yeah, where there's places in the world where that freedom is, is there and it instills a sense of uh, like Entrepreneurial ship yep. <laughs> in, in the people because th- they can, if you want to go and make nut loaf and sell it on the side of the road, beautiful. that's right. Yeah, and, yep. and then. If they're successful, that will form into a small business, mm. and then once they get starting to get income in, they can do it the right way, right? You can go and get all the commercial kitchen, and, the, and that's that's actually very similar to the where we are in Mindful Earth at the moment. It's like we just wanted to create, but we didn't have large sums of money to be able to go through that whole permit process and going through the permit process it's very restrictive on what you can build so the barn we've built here it's beautiful but it doesn't have a permit uh i don't think it ever would have been created if we had a went through the shire process mm-hmm. it, w- we, it wouldn't have been allowed uh for one reason or another
2: uh but so at this point it exists, and they haven't had any issue with it. Yeah. And if they did, now. well, basically we'd have to supply uh, a set of drawings that right. retrospectively address the uh, the needs of the building code.
1: Exactly, and if there's anything but that needed to be repaired, we could do that. Yeah. Like to.
2: But uh, there's the two, So many sheds built all over this country that are just sheds that appeared from nowhere. Yeah. And now in the city of Stirling, you no longer need to apply for a permit to build a shed uh, uh, or a garden, um, what do you call them, a, a garden shed or even a, a granny flat. Mm. They, uh, you're allowed to go ahead and just do it. Mm. Than right. All okay. All that city they've just, the let that,
1: they've just dropped it Say, do what you want. Interesting. Yeah. And that, that's good. That's positive.
2: Uh, Absolutely. So, in terms of the mission possible, what we, I think, are looking at is, uh, as suggested by one of the uh, indigenous elders from uh, Uluru, is not to spend too much time trying to fix the old system, Mm. not to spend any time fighting the old system, but focusing energy on a new order. Totally. What we want and what we want to see. And I think at Mindful Earth we're doing exactly that. We're literally taking physical steps in creating a new earth and a new order and a new way of relating and a new way of sharing mm. because the nuclear family as you mentioned earlier on that it's the key is in the word it's a nucleus mm. if we look at a nucleus it's isolated from the, the whole it is just a tiny tiny fragment of the the whole story if you like it's only a part of it. Mm. and the nuclear family is just that it's only part of what should be a normal extended family which in a sense is a communal gathering of people of all ages that are self-support that support each other mm. in the community so yeah we need to dump the nuclear family because that just leads to isolation and ultimately desperation and mm. psychosis I would say mm. Mm. but that's another industry too that relies on that sort of thing mm. <laughs> existing
1: yeah yeah the communities are very self-healing mm. like they they look after them, s- the people inside it. Uh,
2: everybody has a role yeah if, if, you're, if you're in a little community or even an extended family. The grandparents are part of the family. Mm. Uh, the grandkids mix with several groups of adults because usually there's uh, uh, there's a clan. You know, a number of members of the family live in the same space. And that's the same in Europe, I would say, as in Asia. Uh, more so in the past, obviously, in Europe. But um, there's a great broader cross-section of exposure to ideas and support more than anything. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, everyone has their be a particular role and it gives them a sense of purpose and belonging yeah. it doesn't have to be anything major but everybody is in servitude and so serving is what we love doing you know, helping other people um, we're kind of denied that because we're forced into our isolated cells with our little fences around our little houses yeah, that's right. and we spend all our time at some work site somewhere not even getting to speak to the neighbours and so not healthy no, it's,
0: no, 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 that's right. And that's the thing with community and the selfless actions. Very powerful thing to go beyond yourself. Mm. You know? Exactly. So
1: I feel, though, that you have to experience to suddenly go, oh, that, that system I'm coming from is not not right. For some. I think, some I think
0: we're born, though, you know. <coughs> As mammals born, I think we're born happy and connected. Mm. You know, and then we come into a world that's... Obviously, you know, we watch and we learn, and then we get to a point where we relearn. But I think we're born, though, you know. We're, born yeah, we're born, yeah.
2: And there was a survey carried out a number of years ago where something like 3,000. What they called little notebooks, and people had to record three times a day on a scale of zero to ten their state of happiness and sense of well-being. And what they found is that it didn't matter whether you are a CEO living in a mansion or whether you're a uh, Indian family with ten people in the one room Mm -hmm. sleeping in the one room the average happiness was in the 88% mark. So people in the population of the earth are generally happy people. Happy, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's just that we now find ourselves in a state where corporate global moguls can squeeze the energy out of people's lives mm. with a minimum of effort by, the, by apparent means, with the media support and the rest of it. But generally people are happy, and if you travel you find that they are always welcoming, they always want to invite you into their homes, share their culinary style and delights and their culture, mm-hmm. and uh, you'll only find the ones that are suspect in the heart of major cities that you know, are looking for opportunism, the, the, the wayward tourist, if you like. Yeah. Uh, but mm. people are happy, and they're happy to meet other people. Mm. And that's what's another wonderful aspect of my Mindful Earth, is that sit in the, the barn longer. enough have traveled around the world yeah so we've had, just about every culture culture already mm-hmm. sure there's a few that haven't made it yet but they, they'll get it yeah mm-hmm. so you get the cultural experience by standing still sitting still mm-hmm. <laughs> and not yeah. queuing at the airport
0: yeah that's right mm-hmm.
1: you mentioned that earlier jules about how many people you've met since you've been here
0: yeah mm-hmm. Everyone.
1: It's been beautiful, right? And
0: it's a common thing around Australia, I've found too. Like from Nimbin to Far North Mm -hmm. Queensland, Sunny Coast, and even Alice Springs. South Beach especially. Mm -hmm. South Beach was very noticeable. You had all cultures there. Yeah. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah, and here it's the same. Mm. So I think we're quite a very multicultural country. I think we've embraced it quite well, considering like 20, 30 years ago, this country was quite racist generally. Mm -hmm. You know, you still get a bit of it in the work sites with Aussies, but
2: got to say, it is improving, but it's such a long, long way to go. Yeah,
0: yet. yeah I'm sure, yeah. But every little
2: step is a big plus. Mm-hmm.
0: I think the, the young generation, like where I grew up in Victoria and went to school, we, we were mixed. It wasn't yeah. definitely wasn't all white. And it was never really questioned, you know, what colour you wear, or if you're male or female. And we've come out into the big world, or myself, and I'm thinking, why is everyone carrying on about men and women and feminine, right? I'm like, aren't we all treated the same? And then I've realised, no, nah, no, it's yeah it's like starting to catch up so it's yeah. been interesting but it's good though coming from a school and where well, there's always been a mix and it was never questioned or you just are what you are and that's it so i think that that's good that's okay. really good it's yeah
2: really a hero, there? there was a great deal of racism Ra- and that was directed yeah. at europeans yeah wogs and, then, and dagos and yeah, all that can yeah, yeah, that we yeah. To tolerate all of that and then of course, it's moved and then we had the uh, Vietnamese influx and so the focus shifted to the Asian uh, hordes that were coming this way then it was replaced by the Africans that were taking refuge from mm. war torn countries and yeah everyone gets picked on I guess and it's one of those harsh lessons in life you've got to take it and ignore it Yeah. <laughs> get on with life sure so uh, things mm. are improving but and we're going to contribute to that mm.
0: Absolutely. Right, right. Definitely.
1: I love the idea of, uh, I guess you could say, third world countries. A lot of their, um, they greet, like their, their custom is to greet strangers into their house. So they welcome any strangers. They they have a belief yes. that it could, be, it could be them God. Them. It could yes. be, you know, <laughs> like it someone food. offering food and it's like a total welcome into their house. Mm. It's, and it's throughout <coughs> most cultures. But for the West, we've gone the opposite. It's like, well, fuck, someone's at the front door. I'm like, I'm not gonna let him in. Who is this stranger? <laughs> yeah.
2: Use the camera to see who it is. Talk to them. Make familiar, familiar. Yeah,
1: yeah. So it's like this. It's a we've lost something in re- relationships with strangers. And so we've
2: been encouraged to live in fear. You know, everyone that turns up at the door mm. wants to steal your television or your hi-fi or whatever it is they think you've got, or you think you've got that mm. other people want. Yeah so uh, yeah and the fear of being uh assaulted because uh, it does happen but probably so rare that mm. it shouldn't be a a, a local fear mm. uh, you that's right take you to suburbs where the doors are permanently locked and the shutters are kept mm. down low and you know to get them to open the door you've got to be very persuasive mm. yeah but, but i guess if
1: you're if you're bit pay- getting bombarded with that on the news every day, yeah. that, hey, you're g- someone got robbed, someone yeah, got robbed. It's
0: Very much, Yeah. It's, yeah.
1: It's a, yeah, a, yeah, a form of hypnosis. Absolutely. It's like, and, exactly. then, and then Rupert you're, hypnosis. when, actually, you, if you realize it was only one in a thousand, yeah. or one in ten thousand, but they don't mention that on the news, so you continually hear that, you're going to be fearful.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think it's the thing with the Western cultures, you know, because we are, we're rich, especially Australia, we're super rich, yeah. you know, and I think that's the thing, like, I was very thankful growing up from a very poor background, we had no money, you know, it was poor immigrant background, so, you know, but Dad did his best to have a veggie garden and do his absolute best to provide, and I think growing up with that definitely taught me appreciation and gratitude. You know, with not having things, as opposed to a lot of kids I went to school with, they had everything, yeah. all the toys at Christmas. Their parents had all the nice cars, and but their attitudes stunk. A lot of them, you know, because they the appreciation and the gratitude and the yeah. that's not there. The so is th- not there. Yeah, so yeah. it's just money and well material. We, yeah, we
1: worship money in the West. That's, yeah, that's sort of how mm. we've been uh,
2: programmed.
0: Programmed, yeah. yeah. Yeah,
1: to to seek. Uh, material possessions where I I was always so surprised like going to a third world country I just I had been as a kid in Australia led to believe that they were very sad people <laughs> mm. right they're sad because they didn't have material
2: possessions it's the
0: other way around right yeah Yeah.
1: it's the other <laughs> way right. around these and guys what are like beaming
2: ear to ear mm. I'm going to suggest is The Western society has come up with this term and called them third world countries. Mm. Uh, But that's in fact in reverse, Mm. as far as I'm concerned. Mm. They're first world countries living on first world principles which are much more connected with the planet and harmony. Mm. The third world is the one that we've created, Mm. or that's been created for us, and we've been hoodwinked into believing is advanced, Mm. when in actual fact it's in complete reverse. Mm. But then it's just an example of the society we live in everything about it is hypocritical and in reverse Mm. so when a government tells you something Mm. you know that it's the opposite of Mm. what they're telling you Mm. without a doubt Mm. nothing but smoke and mirrors and confusion Mm. in people's minds and the stuff that we value are the very things that are killing us Mm. so first world uh, the way we ought to be Mm. that's uh, that's my tuppence words on that Mm. Mm. on the the notion of first and third world countries Yeah, I like that. Let's go. I going, remember yeah. in the
1: news a couple of years ago, Bhutan, they yes. introduced yes. A, a happiness index. Yes,
2: the, the, yeah, the gross happiness yeah. <laughs> index. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely right. amazing. It's How
1: happy a, are the people? Yes. And I don't think the West, I, I don't think Australia would dare ask that question.
0: How happy is Australia? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. It's, uh It's...
0: And I think understanding the intentions of like why the English came here and decided to settle, it was all to exploit and make a profit. Mm-hmm. You know, that was the, yeah. Well, I understood.
2: Uh, right. I did hear a story uh, where it was explained that the English came out here certainly and, and used the place as a penal colony, mm-hmm. but the original intention was to find somewhere, preferably where they could grow hemp yeah, for right. sail-making because sailing was the power of the day okay and yeah. growing it they couldn't do it in the uk for mm. example because the climate is difficult and challenging but somewhere like australia perfect there was the opportunity where they could the, see that you could grow these plants and produce material to make sales Interesting. but you know structural change came along pretty quickly and sailing ships sort of faded out of sight and that as an industry just didn't happen. Mm. So I think the convicts were dumped here as a secondary item, but that's not what we're told Mm. uh, Mm. in the the story of his story of how we got here. Mm. So it'd be nice to know the history of Australia and uh, certainly the the real history and the indigenous uh, contact because we haven't been told. No. There there are a few Mm. books out now. But uh, what we've been, or what we would have been told in schools, has got very little to do with the reality. Absolutely,
0: uh, yeah. there was
2: a very sophisticated culture here, and particularly in uh, Arnhem Land, it was trading with Asia, mm-hmm. and uh, they were growing crops. They were just not totally nomadic. But th- the colonialists didn't understand the, the relationship of the land mm-hmm. to the people, mm-hmm. or appreciated their culture at all. Mm-hmm. And where they saw it happening is they basically squashed it. And then took over the the trade themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a checkered history and essentially a dark one from the past. But then, for so many countries, I guess that's the truth.
0: Yeah, I wonder. Makes me curious. in what's what's in the labyrinth of the Vatican Church? Uh, they got so many books in that thing they got there. In that a few church. skeletons lurking there. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it'd be fascinating to get into the
2: libraries of the Vatican. I'd love to just walk around and mm. read books. I'm pretty sure it's not an easy thing to do, but it would be very, very entertaining and illuminating. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah I've always been interested to know like
2: uh, the southwest of WA. Mm-hmm. There's very few Aboriginals living here now. Mm. yes, and we've been told about the the pinjara massacre, mm-hmm. but that wasn't the only one apparently. Mm. so that was on where they met some resistance, but they were determined to uh, quash the natives at that point because they wanted a direct link between Albany and Perth because mm-hmm. Albany was there uh, another significant port only mm-hmm. mm. in Perth Fremantle uh, and Albany and so what you couldn't have the natives interfering in with the passage that. of trade in, uh, and business yep. comes first mm. as always.
0: Mm. Mm. That's interesting because there's so many aboriginal folk up north of WA. That's yeah, you right. know, like even yeah. in Geraldton I was quite surprised, yep. but as soon as I came down here it was like
1: Yeah. And the southwest mm. is probably one of the most fertile places on that's the That's right. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. You would yeah, have yeah. thought there'd be happening. quite a large
2: population mm-hmm. here. Yes, exactly. And there's a beautiful space and lots of easy climate and easy uh, food supply. Mm. It was a, a haven for the indigenous folk. Mm. But we've managed to push them well away. Yeah. I will not say exterminate, but we've just pushed them totally away from these spaces mm. and left them uh, yeah, culturally isolated mm. and uh, less than second-rate citizens. Mm. Yeah, and,
1: and we know no history of the Southwest. Exactly. It's like it's That's been covered up yeah. or it, uh, yeah. it would just have had to have been because not mentioned it doesn't no. exist it no, <laughs> didn't right. happen yeah, it's, it's, it's mm. fascinating because yeah the more the more I spend in the southwest here the more I realize just how magic and yes. there's so much bird life there's so, so rich much the sea though, life yeah. it's just yeah. wow home
0: to the rainbow children I believe home
1: to the <laughs> rainbow children
2: <laughs> <laughs> Night, the birds. rainbow children indeed it is <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: so what is the <laughs> rainbow children
2: What's your definition of the rainbow children? The yeah. rainbow children are gathering multi—what do we say—multicultural, uh, diverse folk, and uh, I guess their ethos is communal support and respect for nature and the harmony that comes with that. Mm. Uh, respect for self, obviously, and you start there, and then have respect for others and for the planet itself. Um, rainbow children are looking to the future. <laughs> A different future than would have been uh, ma- would have been envisaged for them by, let's say, the Matrix or the powers that be, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, they can see that there are other options, and so they work towards achieving that in their own lives, but also for the greater group, greater good, and the greater group. But yeah, it's a loose kind of a definition of. Mm. what a rainbow child is Yeah, uh, we're and I think we're probably still learning as well right? right? Absolutely uh, it's got nothing to do with age because mm. we've got rainbow children in their 70s mm. we've got rainbow mm. children in their mm. 20s yeah. uh, th- the mm. term is generic for um, people who share a common vision I guess
1: mm.
2: is how I would see it and it flows on from those halcyon uh, days of social revolution of the 60s and the the hippie movement was uh, a s- the first major western focus on respecting the planet um, and the power of flowers and here we stand today promoting that even further because all of those flowers from the 60s are not all of them of course sorry I'm being a bit loose from my language but uh, they've generally produced seeds of a like-minded nature mm. um, so yeah progress is healthy and mm. thriving mm. Mm. <laughs> in the new world mm. status of yeah. freedom choice and creativity mm. and trust yeah,
1: well, definitely mm. trust trust I think is you the biggest one
0: yeah mm. absolutely mm. trust in knowing how to protect or defend mm-hmm yeah, I think that's important, especially if you're so open, because mm. there will there is light and dark, mm. and everything in between.
2: Mm. We live in a world of duality. Mm. And it's mm. black and white, positive, negative. That's and right. And yeah. Yeah, safe but dangerous at the same mm. time. Mm. Yeah. Mm.
1: And that, that's what I like about the like the new the new man. I was sure used to call uh, the new man, and uh, and the new man was someone who could m- meditate but also survive in this world, mm-hmm. in the Western world. <laughs> yeah. But he was also, I, I think that new man was also like a warrior like from the past, like strong and and powerful when needed to be. Protector. Yeah. A, a protector, mm. yeah, yeah. So like that it, physical strength and skills to protect is definitely uh, required. I, I always see that, like, I lived in Thailand for a little while, and the, the Thais, their n- national pastime is Mutai. Oh, yeah. They, they teach all... The, everyone. Yeah. Everyone yeah. knows Muay. Thai, mm. yeah. you see. and But they're the, also the most peaceful people you'd yeah. meet yeah. on the planet. But don't mess with a Thai, because when, they, when they need to defend <laughs> themselves, mm. they really... All of them know how to do it. Yeah. So it's like, in that strength of knowing martial arts... Become, they can be peaceful. I
0: think right. there's a lot of those similar patterns in mm. older cultures, like mm. even the Italians, mm. coming from my Italian side of the family. Mm. They will love you till you cry, mm. but mess, mess with them, mate. Mm. No, it's That's
1: right. <laughs> there's a you switch know, that yeah, goes off. Absolutely,
0: yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. So you do your best to respect and mm. yeah, show gratitude, I suppose, mm. and so take right. care. And I think,
1: yeah, that, yeah so having that, that confidence in your strength... Mm-hmm. allows you to be fully open-hearted yeah yeah
0: absolutely mm-hmm. yeah
1: what's that piers going to bed it yeah piers, time to
0: wind it up piers
2: yeah. still recovering from yesterday fair enough yeah it.
0: this has been a great podcast yeah. yes
2: tomorrow to deal with yeah fair enough nice. well, deal with look forward to <laughs> yeah <laughs> nice so, gentlemen, it's been a treat yeah. chatting yeah. with you tonight. I look forward to uh, more. Yeah. This has been yeah, great. That's,
1: that's what I, I love is just you're just chatting. There's yeah, no distraction. Exactly. And you, we don't often do that unless we're sitting in your teepee. <laughs> the, the teepees have uh, the same effect. It's overdue effect. for a
2: sit, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so shine on, guys, and we'll see you at the next one. Okay, nice one. <laughs> Cheers. Thanks
1: for joining us. <laughs>
2: yes, I've all the way from that up.
0: Okay, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in and having your third eye massaging where anything is possible on Bosho. Good night and sleep tight i will see you, we will see you on the next episode, right
1: Bye for now
2: bye bye so- <laughs>